The Thunder have stockpiled so many picks through so many trades. They might be the most dangerous team in five to six years. Welcome to episode 22 of Everything Sports with Aman. And I'm your host, Aman Nadkarni, and I talk about the hottest topics in sports over the course of the past week. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk about, I just titled it NBA News because a lot went on yesterday. And then we'll move on to Kemba Walker reportedly being dealt to Oklahoma City Thunder and who I think won that trade. Fantasy Minute for Baseball. And then to round out the episode, I will talk about Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi's talent being displayed on an international stage. And there will only be three segments other than Fantasy Minute because the NBA news segment is kind of long. So I think it first started with, honestly, the least interesting part, Scott Brooks mutually parting ways with the Washington Wizards. I say that's the least interesting out of everything that went down. Just because we kind of saw this coming, I feel like, because... The Wizards, they made it to the playoffs, but then would just get their perennial first-round exit. The Westbrook Beal experiment, I wouldn't call it an experiment. It actually worked towards the end of the season, but it took them a while to find chemistry with one another. And I feel like that's what the problem was. So if the Wizards may have have Brooks for maybe one more year, things would have changed because now Westbrook and Beal have that chemistry. But yeah, uh, that's for that. That's all I got for the Wizards situation. I gotta move quickly through this. This is so much news. So then we have Shams reporting that. The Clippers fear Kawhi has an ACL injury. And we don't know what ACL injury means. It could be an ACL tear. But now, today is game six. As I'm recording this, this evening is game six of the Utah Jazz versus LA Clippers series. And the Clippers beat the Jazz game five in Utah without Kawhi. And now they'll be without Kawhi for game six and game seven. So I don't know if Paul George can keep it up. I'm still going with Jazz in seven. And yes, by Warriors, he prediction was way off. But I believe if the Warriors were in the playoffs, Curry would ball out. Anyways, but why being out definitely hurts them. And if the Clippers fail in the second round again, then if I make it easier for Kawhi to leave the Clippers in, other teams to pay less for Kawhi because he is hurt. If it is a torn ACL, he is hurt. And I guarantee you, even though he'll be out for season, teams are going to want to jump on him. And then, like, offer him a contract. And then, so I still think Jazz in seven. We got... uh. Mavs and their GM Donnie Nelson parting ways after like 24 years, I believe. I just feel like 
Hey, yeah, Mavericks won their championship with Dirk Nowitzki against the big three of Miami with LeBron, D. Wade, and Chris Bosh. There was a change needed in Dallas because they had just had the same plan year after year, and Porzingis might actually be traded. Who knows? But the system didn't fit Porzingis with Rick Carlisle or... With Rick Carlisle or this Donnie Nelson guy, there's just needed a change. And now Rick Carlisle resigning after 13 years with Dallas, who knows what could happen? There's many think that if the Bucks move on from Budenholzer, they'll hire Carlisle. But Rick Carlisle might actually be perfect in Milwaukee. I can't think of the reasons, but that just feels perfect to me that Carlisle actually ends up in Milwaukee. And Luca, they there's some that fear that Luca might leave with the current personnel they had. So like that signaled a change because you need to keep your superstars happy. You can't be like the Pelicans who all of a sudden Zion's family wants him to leave New Orleans. Pelicans have made Chris Paul mad, traded him, made Anthony Davis mad, traded him, and now Zion like. Come on, Zion's like a transcendent NBA player. Anyone, anyone who knows Zion, like he's getting compared to LeBron James. He's that transcendent. And Stan Van Gundy being fired after a season, that makes sense. You get Steven Adams and then you Zion's at your power forward. And you can't manage to play any defense? Like, seriously? You got a bright young player in Brandon Ingram, and then an amazing young player in Zion Williamson who can grow together, and then Lonzo Ball, who actually kind of stepped it up this past season. But if you move on from Lonzo Ball, then who's going to be your point guard? You're going to roll with Derek Bledsoe? Like, I don't know what the Pelicans are doing. David Griffin, you're clearly a better GM than that. We saw in Cleveland. Come on, man. And then Chris Paul, unfortunately, being tested positive for the coronavirus. This man cannot catch a break these NBA playoffs. And let's see when the NBA schedules the Western Conference Finals. But it's... I feel for Chris Paul, man. I want him to win his first ring, and he has to go through, like, the shoulder injury and now testing positive for corona, and he might miss a couple games of the conference finals. That's just sad. And, yeah, that's simply sad. On today's stream, I will talk about the NBA playoffs because this episode would have been long if I fit it in there. But tune in to... Today's stream from 3 to 5.30 p.m. PST. If you want to hear my thoughts about the NBA playoffs. But then we got at like 6.15 a.m. PST. But 6.15 a.m. PST. That Kemba Walker got traded to OKC. And I have... No idea why the Celtics did this. But I'm Stevens. You're the new GM. 
What? I know Kemba Walker um, didn't have a good relationship with the Celtics organization, apparently, reportedly, when Danny Ainge tried to trade him. But I thought Brad Steven is the GM. Okay, cool. You get Al Horford, saves you some cap, but why Al Horford? Moses Brown, who's a bright young center. You get your big man depth that you lacked. Like, Tristan Thompson, I don't even know what he's doing in Boston, to be honest. Robert Williams, he's just decent. I don't even think he should be a starter. Or, like, he should be, like, a 10th man. That's my opinion of Robert Williams, or Time Lord, as people call him. I don't know why that he's called Time Lord, but he is called Time Lord. But... You give up Kemba, a first-round pick, the 16th pick, a second-round pick for Moses Brown, Al Horford, and a second. Why did you just give up your first-round pick? It's out of the lottery, but there have been so many players drafted later in the round that have became or become superstars. Donovan Mitchell. Is the name Donovan Mitchell? Not many people. Well, he went to Louisville. Not many people thought he would become this superstar in the 2017 NBA draft. He got drafted in the first round, 13th pick, and you're giving the 16th pick to Oklahoma City Thunder. The Thunder have stockpiled so many picks through so many trades. They might be the most dangerous team in five to six years. I'm telling you that now. And you guys shouldn't be surprised when the Thunder entire starting lineup are a bunch of superstar young players or all-star young players. Because if the Thunder draft right, then that's what you're going to get. You're going to have a team full of superstars that is just going to rain down on the NBA. And Sam Presti's the GM. He just needs to make those young superstars work if that actually happens, if they draft right. Because we all know what happened with the Westbrook, Durant, Harden situation. You paid Ibaka instead of Harden. You made Kevin Durant leave and couldn't win anything with Westbrook, Paul George, and Carmelo Anthony. So Presti's had his fair share of mistakes, but now he is demonstrating that he is actually a smart general manager. And that is my take. I definitely think the Thunder won the trade because this past season, Moses Brown, he was getting minutes because the Thunder actually had like no one other than Shea Gilgis Alexander. I forgot about him. Kemba Walker, Shea Gilgis Alexander. What a veteran presence to have for Shea Gilgis Alexander. But Moses Brown boosted his trade value. He's a very good young player. And now, instead of living in Oklahoma, you get to live in Boston. The Celtics get their young big man, but Thunder definitely won the trade because there's no reason to give up a first, let alone a second. Maybe just do like two seconds and a protected first. Not an unprotected first. What is that? 16th pick this year's draft. Like I literally told you about Donovan Mitchell and how late he was drafted. Thunder could get Donovan Mitchell quality players. And not to mention, they have a top five pick. So 
maybe in two to three years now, because they have Shea Gilders Alexander, we could talk about this team going far in the playoffs if they draft right. But the keyword is if they draft right. Now, we'll go to Fantasy Minute for baseball where I talk about the top five players you should add if you want to stay at the top of the league or if you want to get into playoff positioning in your fantasy baseball league. So without further ado, let's get started. We got Ahmed Rosario, shortstop outfielder for Cleveland. He's 41% rostered. He's a very, very talented individual. Um, Logan Gilbert, starting pitcher for Seattle. He's 32% rostered. And then Miguel Andujar, outfielder for the New York Yankees. Sorry if I pronounced his name wrong. You got He's 35% rostered. So Mike Minor, starting pitcher for Kansas City. 37% rostered. And sorry if I pronounced his name wrong again. Then you got C.J. Cron, first baseman for Colorado, 33% roster. So all of these players were 30% or more, but if they're available in your league, definitely pick them up. And now lastly, I want to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo and Lionel Messi. So Ronaldo, we saw the Hungary-Portugal game. It looked like a tie for the entire game. And until the 83rd minute, 87th minute, and then 92nd minute in stop, if you're counting stoppage time. Ronaldo, man, he is so good. And, man, it, he, scored, he scored the second and third goal. You could make a case that the penalty was called wasn't a penalty. I did think it was a penalty. But then his third goal just passing back and forth with his teammate and then faking the goalie out and then scoring that is just pure skill that is pure skill i really 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 like ronaldo as a soccer player like many other people do and then you got Lionel messi against chile yes it was 1-1 but the first goal of the game what a free kick I remember my brother and I watching that game. He's like, oh, Messi misses it. I was about to say, in my head, my prediction was he's going to make this because that's who Messi is. Like, if you ask me, I put the Ronaldo, I just put Ronaldo and Messi on the podcast graphic for this episode. If you ask me, I have no idea who is better. They are neck and neck for me. Ronaldo is three goals away from. Most international goals. Ronaldo has the most UEFA Euro goals, but second, Ballon d'Or. And who's first? Lionel Messi with six Ballon d'Ors and Cristiano Ronaldo with five Ballon d'Ors. So, and then, yeah, you have Neymar Jr. People also make the case for him. Uh, People also make the case for him, but I think Ronaldo and Messi are both better than him. That's just how I feel about it. Uh, I don't think Neymar has a shot of catching him, to be honest. Because Neymar got his Ballon d'Or in 2016. And he is... Neymar is... So close 
every year, but he's just he's so he's so good. There's so many talented soccer players. And I I have no idea. I've no idea who to choose between Cristiano Ronaldo because each time I see them, they demonstrate their greatness. Like even if they don't score, just look at their dribbling on a few plays. How many players can do that? Not many players can. Not many players can. So then in that case, you got like you got Messi on one side. Imagine, just imagine, Argentina versus Portugal. Even though Argentina's Copa America, I get that, and Portugal's Euros. We could have got that actually in FIFA, unless, but we didn't because France beat them, and then Uruguay beat Portugal. But, man, imagine being a defender on Portugal, but then Argentina defenders, like, you got guard Ronaldo and Portugal defenders have to guard Messi. That is like a head-to-head matchup I've been longing to see. I've been longing to see. Like, I just get excited talking about this topic, but that's my take. I can't decide who's better between Ronaldo and Messi. I just can't decide because they're dribbling, they're shooting, they're, everything is just amazing. And with that, that ends episode 22. Thanks for tuning in. Tune in today for the live stream about NBA 2K21. And I'll say my take on the NBA playoffs and what's been going down there. And then next week, tune in next Friday for episode 23. Have a great week.